All right. Well, praise God. First of all, uh, I want to just uh, give honor to whom honor is due. Amen. And I would like to thank Pastor Justin, Pastor Annette, for the great job that you guys are doing. I thank you for the opportunity to speak here because I don't take this lightly. You know, this is God's pulpit, and, and I, I don't take it lightly. And I, this is an honor for me to be able to stand here, and I thank God for you all. And, and, and I just want to thank God for Dr. Savelle and Ms. Carolyn also. And uh, one of the things I want to say tonight is, you know, I thank God that he planted me here. I thank God for that, you know, because God is the one that has opened up doors for me to flourish. And this year is not out, and and I'm believing that God has more for me this year. And so I thank God for the opportunity to go to Africa, and I, I went by myself, and I'm telling you, it was, a, it was an experience. You know, this first time I, I done it, but God was with me. And I, I experienced some great things. I saw great things. I, I mean, they came there with, with an expectancy to receive from God. I, I saw one lady just instantly healed, and, and, and three witches uh, gave their life to the Lord and turned, gave, brought in all of their trinkets and little things, and, and they burned them. I, I mean, I saw this, and so I thank God, you know, I had to go, Pastor, by myself. I understand that now. I understand why I had to go. I, there was something I had to do, and at first, can I tell you the truth? I was very nervous, Pastor. <laughs> I was very nervous, so, but I, I did it, and uh, I, I look forward to going back. Um, we had a, a wonderful minister's conference. I mean, it was awesome. And so uh, I do. I really look forward to going once again. And I would like to say to each of you that sold into me to help me with the finances, to go and those that prayed for me, thank you very much. Thank you so much. And I think I got cards to everybody that blessed me. But if I didn't, it, it wasn't from my head. It was just, you know, I just forgot but I want to thank you anyway for everything that you've done, making it possible for me. Thank you. So we're going to go ahead and, and get started tonight, and we're continuing a series called My Sheep Hear My Voice. And so we're going to be continuing on that. If you would turn with me to John chapter 10. John chapter 10. Praise God. And Pastor, it's good to have you back. It is. John chapter chapter 10, verse 1 says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice. The sheep do what? And he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Does he know your name? Amen. Does he call you? Huh? Does he hear your voice? Do he lead you? 
then we need to agree with what the master says. You know, so many times I hear people saying, well, you know, uh, God don't talk to me like that. Well, I have to disagree with that. Amen? Because that's in direct contradiction to what Jesus just said. He said that my sheep know my voice. Huh? So if he said you know his voice, then I believe what the word say. I know his voice. Amen? And so we need to say what he say. He say you know his voice, then you got to start saying, I know his voice. And we are word people around here. What if you go around saying, I don't ever hear God's voice? Huh? Come on, y'all. If you're going around saying you never hear his voice and he said you, you do, then you're never going to hear it. Huh? You have to say what he says. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Verse 4. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. He's leading. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Do you know his voice? Huh? Say, I am his sheep. I hear his voice. I know his voice. He leads me. And I follow him. This is what we got to say, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Glory to God. Never say that you can't hear from God. Never say that. Verse 5. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There are many we should not follow. And there are him we should always follow. It's our choice who we follow. Huh? It's our choice who we follow. Who are you following? Are you following Jesus? Verse 14 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep. He know you and am known of mine. He says that we know him. He say, I'm known of mine. Do you know him? Huh? Are you his? He say you know him. Huh? If you don't know him, you're not his. If you're born again, you know him. You've met him. He know you and you know him. This is, I mean, this this is the word, ladies and gentlemen. He say, my sheep know my voice. I know his voice. I used to question it because I didn't know the word. I didn't know that I, I knew his voice. But when you get into this book, then you'll start finding out who you are and whose you are. You'll start finding out the things that you can do and the things that you can't do. You'll find out what you have ability and and power to do when you get in the word for yourself. It's good to hear uh, Big Mama and them talk about stuff, you know, and and it sounds good. Yeah, you know. Well, Big Mama said, you know, but what do the word say? Huh? Verse 16, and other sheep I have which are not of this fold. 
Mm. So he have other sheep which are not of this fold. Is that what, that's what he said, didn't he? Huh? Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Verse 25. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not the works that I do in my Father's name. They bear, they bear witness of me. Verse 26. But you believe not because you are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. Now, there are two spiritual families in the earth. In the family of God, the only way to get in, you have to be born in. The only way you can get in the family of God, you have to be born into it. Amen? Come on, y'all. Y'all stay with me, okay? John writes, Jesus told the, uh, some of the Jewish leaders, you are not of my father. You are, you are of your father, the devil. That's what he told some of the Jewish leaders. You are of your father, the devil. So they're not in the family. Why? Because they are of their father, the devil. The only way to get in the family is to be born again. Now, it's not a natural blood thing. It's not a genetic thing. It's not a race thing. It's not a performance thing. It's not a gender thing. You must be born again. Amen? If you're born again, you're in. Come on now. I said, if you're born again, you're in. If you're not, you're out. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going by what this book says. Huh? I didn't say this. This is what the word of God says. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. People say that there are many ways to God. I can't agree with that. Huh? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Let's go to verse 28. It says, and I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Huh? The safest place to be is not a geographical location. It's not in a well-built house. And it's not in a neighborhood with extra police. The safest place to be is right in the middle of God's hand. Amen. And when you're in the middle of God's hand, nothing or no one can pluck you out of his hand. You got to be right in the middle of God's hand. Right in the middle of his plan and his will, the place where he told you to be. Hmm? Nobody can pluck you out. Where have God told you that you're supposed to be? Huh? Come on. Where have you... God told you that you're supposed to be. 
If you're where God told you you're supposed to be, I don't care. No devil in hell can pluck you out of the hands of God. Huh? And when you're doing what God tells you to do, sometimes it may mean you might have to stand all by yourself. Come on. Sometimes family may not even stand with you. Sometimes family will tell you you're crazy for doing that. Why are you doing that? That don't make no sense. God said. Huh? Because God said. And you're going to see this later. I'm kind of taking it a little slow. You're going to see what I'm talking about here in a minute. By being disobedient. Hmm. By the way, uh, this is going to be a good thing. This is going to be really good, I'm, I'm telling you. Romans 8, 13 says, For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Are you being led by the Spirit of God? Then you're the son of God. Verse 15, for you have not received the spirit of bondage, again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We are the children of God, ladies and gentlemen. And therefore, because we are the children of God, we can do what God say do. Amen. We can. And so what we have to do, the title of this message tonight is to hold fast to what you heard. So what we got to do is hold fast to what we heard God say. Oh, yeah, we, we got to hold fast. Hold on. Y'all heard me preach a message about hold on. We got to hold on to what we've heard. I know that God told me that I was going to preach the gospel to nations. Country boy. Little small town. And I'm like, at that time, I hadn't ever been out of Texas. And God said that I was going to preach to nations. He gave me a scripture. And this is how he said, he said, Vic, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I have appointed you to preach the gospel to nations. That's the way I heard it. I didn't know it was in the Bible. But God is not going to never tell you to do something without confirming it through his word. And later on, I read, as I was reading, I found it in Jeremiah 1 and 5, where God said, before I formed you in the belly, I knew you. And before you came forth out of the womb, I sanctified you. And I ordained you to preach the gospel to nations. I didn't know it was in the Bible. But I, I you know, I'm just being honest with y'all. I'm just coming off them streets. I've been out there on them drugs, doing my thing. And I didn't know nothing about the Bible. I'm sorry, I ain't been like all oh, y'all. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I didn't know, you know. And I remember the first trip we went on to Africa. I, I, 
God had told me to come here, and that's another story. God will lead you. He, I said he leads. God led me here. And I've been planted here for the last 10 years. Until God say leave, I'm not going nowhere. Because God planted me right here. I heard a word from the Lord. Huh? Pastor Justin had a meeting at his house that they were going to Tanzania. This was the first time. And uh, I went there and, and Jim was over there that night. And he said, well, I want y'all to write down why, why you want to go on this trip. And I wrote down what I just told y'all. God told me that I was going to Africa. And uh, so um, time went on. I, I, I never had a passport. Didn't even really know what a passport looked like. <laughs> and so I had to get a passport. Well, long story short, I'm going through all of the process of getting a passport. And I'm like, man, I, I live in America. I was born and raised here. Y'all won't give me a passport? Well, they went and they came. The day they got back, my passport came in the mail. That was the first time they were going. You know, sometimes God will say, not now. He's not saying that you're not going to go, just not right now. But I heard from God. Hold fast, huh, to what you heard. And I was working, I was still telling people, I said, I'm going to Africa. And they looking at me like I'm crazy. But I was holding fast to what I heard the Lord say. I wasn't letting go. I said, I'm going. Now, how I was going to go, I didn't know, didn't have no money, nothing. But I, I know that I know that I know that I heard God. Some of you in here have heard from God, and God told you not to do some things or to do some things, and whatever it is, if you heard from God, you just do what God told you to do. Huh? Long story short, end up getting my passport, getting everything done. A few years later or the next year, whichever, but I went. But I knew that I heard from God. And this really scared me. God said, now you're going to be going over by yourself. I, I didn't tell nobody this, but that's what he told me now, because I was like, man, I hope this ain't true, you know. <laughs> you know, and, and I, I did, I'm being honest. And at the last minute, I get a phone call to come to JSMI, and I already knew God had already told me Joe wasn't going. God had showed it to me, he told me. And I go up there, and he said, Vic, he said, uh, I'm not going to be able to go to Africa with you. I got to go somewhere with Brother Jerry. He said, but uh, I still want you to go. He said, but pray about it. You know what I told him? I said, I don't need to pray about it. And I, I said, did it like that, you know? <laughs> I, I mean, really, I, 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 didn't, I didn't have to pray about it because I heard from God. Amen? Woo, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Go with me, if you would, to John chapter 8, verse 12. It reads, Then spake Jesus unto, unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. He's talking about following him. Amen? So go with me to Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. 
I ain't going to keep y'all very late tonight. But I, I just want to just take my time, if I may. Revelation 3.20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. Do you hear his voice? He's standing at your door knocking. Do you hear his voice? Huh? He said you do. Are you opening the door and letting him in? Huh? Hebrews chapter 3 verse 7 say, Wherefore, watch this, as the Holy Ghost saith, who say? The Holy Ghost. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. What is he talking about? He that has ears to hear, let him hear. He's not talking about these. He's talking about the heart. He says, harden not your heart. Huh? When God speaks to us, God is talking to us. He said, well, we are not to harden our hearts. It's a condition of the heart. That's what it is. 1 John 2.24 says, let, the, let that therefore abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I feel him. Mm, glory to God. He said, let that abide in you, huh? Which you have heard from the beginning. Say, from the beginning. If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you shall, you also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. The emphasis is to stay with what you heard from the beginning. That's what he's telling you. Stay with what you have heard from the beginning. What have he told you? Come on, y'all. What, what have he told you and you let it go? Go back and get what he told you. You're going to see this here in a minute. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hosea 6, 3. Turn there with me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hosea says, Then shall we know if we follow on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. What's in the morning? It's dark, and then it gets light, and then it gets brighter and brighter. Glory to God. And he shall come unto us as the rain, as the latter and former rain unto the earth. Now, we're finna get good, y'all. Y'all finna see some stuff. I'm finna show you something. You got to see this thing. You, you have to see it. Go with me to Genesis. 
Glory to God. Chapter 3 and verse 1. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord hath made. And he said unto the woman, who said that to the woman? Satan. Yea, hath God said, you shall not eat of the tree of the garden. Now, Satan asking the woman, have God said? Now, I want you to stay with me. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, watch this, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Now, does that sound like somebody that don't know what they're supposed to do? Huh? Come on now. Does she sound confused to you? Or she sounds very clear? Sound very clear to me that she knows what she's supposed to do. Huh? Glory to God. So, Verse, let's go to verse uh, three. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. Now, she's very clear on what she heard from God. Huh? Hold fast to what you heard. She was very clear on what God told her, wasn't she? We just read it, didn't she? She was very clear on what God told her. She could have told the devil, no, I'm not going to eat of that tree. I'm not going to do any of that. I don't care what you say. God said we shall not eat of it. Therefore, we're not going to eat of it. She had the right to do that because she had clear direction. Do not eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Didn't she? And she said it. She, she even said it. It say, and the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. Well, for me, look at him, man. I don't care what you say. God said I'm not to do it. I ain't finna do it. That's it. It's a consequence behind being disobedient. And you're going to see that in a minute. You're gonna, you ain't going to laugh. See, when God tell you not to do something, you better not do it. Or when he tell you to do something, do it. Huh? Oh, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He's trying to get her away from God, and it worked. That's what Satan was trying to do, get her away from God. You know what? He's trying to do that with you and me today. Right now, he's trying to get you away from God in order to do something because that's his job. He's cunning. He want to get you away. And, and, and you know, I, I'm like this. I always say, you know, he know he already been sentenced to hell and he's going to be there the rest of his life. And so he's saying, you know how brothers out in the street, when, they, you know, you get popped, they say, man, I ain't going down by myself. Somebody going down with me. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So that's what the devil is saying. I ain't going down by myself. I'm taking somebody with me. So he's going to come and try to deceive you. Huh? That's, that's his job. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. 
2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 3. But I fear, lest by any means, as the serpent beguiled Eve through his subtlety, so your mind should be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Let me tell you something. Truth is always simple. Truth, being truthful is always simple. You ain't, you ain't never got to remember how to tell the truth. You tell the truth, you're going you're gonna to say the same thing every time. Amen? I mean, it, truth is simple. And I wrote this down. I want to share with y'all. And we were talking about um, holding fast to what you heard. The Lord said on March the 5th, 2011, this is what he said to me. I wrote it down, and I wanted to share it with y'all. He said, be faithful where God has planted you now, and he will open doors for you. Now, that's what God wrote, told me, and I wrote it down. March the 5th, 2011 at 9.51 p.m. I wrote that down. He said, be faithful. I've been faithful here. And God has opened doors for me. Amen. I mean, I said, I've been faithful. Why? Because I heard a word from the Lord. Huh? I heard a word. And I came in do, doing whatever I could do because I know I heard a word from God. And what God has for you, no man can stop it from coming to pass. Amen? Amen. Have you heard anything from the Lord lately? Think about it. Hold on. Don't say the Lord don't hear me. He said, my sheep Know my voice. Are you his sheep? Huh? Then you know his voice. Wait. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not faint. They shall walk and not be weary. Wait on God. I got a scripture that I wrote when I found that. It said, it's 2 Timothy. Uh, chapter 1, verse 13, verse 13. And, and I was telling a friend about it, and he told me about it, and I said, man, that's it right there. That's the one I was looking for. And it says, hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me in faith and love which is in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. See, because Paul says in in 1 Corinthians 14, he said, let all things be done decently and in order. That's what God, that's the way God does things, decent and in order. When God tells you to do something, can I tell you the truth? He's already made the way. You worrying about how this going to happen, how I'm going to get this, how I'm going to do that. God has already made the way. Amen. Amen. And, and some of y'all know my situation. I, I'm going to Africa. God done already made the way. God told me I was going. Guess what? He paid for everything that I needed. God did. He said I was going, 
and I stood on the word, what I had heard. Hold fast to what you've heard. I got a hold to what I heard, and I would go to God and say, God, you see it. Huh? See, all you got to do is go to God and say, God, you see it. That you shall supply all my needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. All is all, isn't it? Amen. See, so we just trust God. Hold fast to what you heard. God's talking right now to somebody. He's talking to somebody right now. I, I, I sense it in my spirit. I, I just feel it. Right now, he's telling you, I, I hear your cry. I'm waiting on you. Glory to God. Acts chapter 20. Turn there with me, please. Verse 22. And, and, and see, this is somebody, Paul. He wouldn't let go. That's why I like Paul. Verse 22. And now, behold, Paul said, I go bound in the spirit unto Jerusalem. Paul said, I'm going, I'm going to Jerusalem bound. I'm going in bound. Not knowing the things that shall befall me there. Amen. Verse 23. Save the Holy Ghost witnesses in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. He, was, he, was, he knew where he was going. He was going into uh, bondage, in the, in the bonds and, and affliction. He knew it. But watch what he said in verse 24. But none of these things move me. I'm going to have some attacks. I'm going to be afflicted. But none of these things move me. And, and the disciples, they tried to get him not to go. Paul, don't go there, man. They're waiting to do something to you. They're going to do something. He said, no, I have to go. I have to go. Why? I heard from God. No, don't, don't tell me not to go. I'm going because I've heard from God. Oh, glory to God. Woo, glory. Paul said, I'm, I'm going. I, I, I know it's waiting on me. He said, but none of these things move me. Neither can I my life dear unto myself so that I might finish my course with joy in the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Turn with me to Acts 21 and 4. When you leave here tonight, I want you to get this in your head. Hold fast what you heard. Man, Boone said something and it stuck with me. It's, I've, just, I've got to hold on that. Hold on to it. And ask God. If he haven't already told you what it is, because I'm telling you, you know, Acts 21 and 4. And finding disciples, we tarried there are seven days who said to Paul through the spirit that we should not go up to Jerusalem. Now, these are the disciples saying to Paul, man, we ought not go up to Jerusalem. They saying this through the spirit. It wasn't the Holy Spirit, but through their spirit. Huh? Verse 11, and when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound, now remember back up, verse 10, I'm sorry, uh, go, go to verse 10. And as we tarried there many days, there came down from Judea a certain prophet, now a prophet coming to him, named Ab Ag Agabus. And when he was come unto us, he took Paul's girdle and bound his own hands and feet and said, 
Thus saith the Holy Ghost. Oh, now this ain't the disciples talking. Now, thus saith the Holy Ghost. Huh? So shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man that owneth this girdle and shall deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Paul knew affliction was waiting on him. He knew it. He, he, he knew that they, but he said, but none of these things. God had already told him on the road to Damascus that he was going to in, in, endure affliction. But Paul said, but none of these things. Oh, glory to God. Woo, glory. Paul said, none of these things move me. Huh? That's the way we have to be. When trials come against us, we can't be moved by that. We have to say what Paul say. None of these things move me. Huh? You, you might be, doctor give you a bad diagnosis, uh, a, a bad report. But you tell him, doctor, I appreciate that. But you know what? I'm standing on what the word of God say. I heard God say that by his stripes I am healed. I'm going to stand on the word. Huh? Come on, y'all. Are y'all getting this? Huh? Hold fast to what you heard. Huh? You, 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 you need financing. Huh? You, you, you know, you lost your job. Don't, don't have no money. Hold fast to what the word said. Huh? God said, my sheep know my voice. What did he tell you? That my God shall supply all of my needs. Hold fast to the word, y'all. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse 12. And when we heard these things, both we and they of that place besought him not to go up to Jerusalem. The, the, the disciples didn't want him to go. They did not want him to go. But the, but the prophet, the man of God said, the Holy Ghost said. Paul said, look, I, look. I understand. I appreciate everything. I got to go. Get out of my way. He heard what God had said. He said, I got to go. I'm not moved by these things. I have to go. Glory to God. Let me speed it up here. Let's go with me to first king. But then, oh, man, this right here is really something. You, you, this is going to open your eyes right here. First king chapter 13. And I'm going to do a lot of reading right here, but I want you to get this thing. Verse 1. And behold, there came a man of God out of Judea by the word of the Lord unto Bethel. How did he come? By the word of the Lord. Stay with me. And Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. And he cried against the altar in the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord. Who? Thus says who? The Lord. Watch this. Stay with me. Behold, a child shall be born unto the house of David, Josiah by name. And upon thee shall he offer the priests of the high places that burn incense upon thee, and men's bones shall be burnt upon thee. And he gave a sign the same day, saying, This is the sign which the Lord has spoken. Oh, glory to God. The, the Lord has spoken. Thank you. Oh, glory to God. Behold, the altar shall be rent, and the ashes that are upon it shall be poured out. Verse 4. And it came to pass when the king Jeroboam heard the saying of the man of God, when he cried against the altar in Bethel, that he put forth his hand from the altar, saying, Lay hold on him. And his hand, 
which he put forth against him, dried up so that he could not pull it in again to him. Oh, my God. Look what happened. He got a word from the Lord. Huh? It, it was a word from the Lord. And the king going to go and, and put forth his hand on him. And the Lord caused it to dry up where he couldn't stretch forth his hand. Come on. Y'all stay with me. Hold fast to what you heard. Glory to God. Verse 5. The altar was also rent and the ashes poured out from the altar according to the sign which the man of God had given by the word of the Lord. And the king answered and said unto the man of God, Oh, glory. Entreat now the face of thy, thy God and pray for me that my hand may be restored me again. And, and, the, and the man of God besought the Lord and the king's hand was restored and restored him again and became as it was before. Now, here you now, now y'all be truthful. What if that were you? King said, no, I'm finna put my hands on you, you know. Can, can I just say, Pastor, I got, I'm just, I'm just gonna say it like this. I'm finna put these things on you. <laughs> y'all know what I'm saying? And so, so the king got ready to go out there and put his hand on him and, and his hand dried up and he couldn't even pull it in. And then he asked the man of God, to pray to God that he restore his hand. And the man of God prayed and God restored his hand. And that's what we ought to do. You know? Amen. Let me keep reading. And the king said unto the man of God, come home with me and refresh thyself and I will give thee a reward. Now when the king give you a reward, it, it was going to be a big thing. Like today, I mean, it'd be thousands or, or hundreds of thousands for a reward from the king. And the man of God said unto the king, watch what he say. If thou will give me half thine house, I will not go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water in this place. Woo! That's something to say to a king, ain't it? Huh? Glory to God. For so was it charged by the word of the Lord, saying, now look, it was charged to him by God. God told him, eat no bread, nor drink water, nor turn again by the same way that thou came. In other words, look here, don't eat no, nothing in the king, don't eat nothing in his house, don't drink nothing, and when you leave, don't go the same way that you came. Leave a different way. Amen? Now, I, I want y'all to stay with this now. Now, this is the man of God. He got a word from God. Uh-huh. So, so verse 10. So he went another way and returned not by the way that he came to Bethel. Now, there dwelt an old prophet in Bethel. And his sons came and told him all the works that the man of God had done that day in Bethel, that words which... He had spoken unto the king, they, they, them they told also to their father. So here, here you got these sons, they go home and tell their father everything that happened uh, with, with the man of God and the, and the prophet. He said, man, you should have been there, man. You, you know, he, he got ready to put his hand on him, man, and his hand just, just dried up, man. He couldn't even pull it back in. Daddy, you know, he, he couldn't do nothing. He, they went, you know, telling him the story what didn't happen. 
So verse 12. And their father said unto them, what way, what way went he? For his sons had seen what way the men of God went, which came from Judea. And he said unto his son, sell me the ass. So they sell him the ass and he rode their own. And for verse 14, and went after the man of God and found him sitting under an oak. And he said unto him, art thou the man of God that camest from Judea? And he said, I am. Verse 15, then he said unto him, come home with me and eat bread. Verse 16, and he said, I may not return with thee, nor go in with thee, neither will I eat bread nor drink water with thee in this place. For he said, for, for it was said to me by the word of the Lord, thou shalt eat no bread nor drink water there, nor turn again to, the, to go by the way that thou camest. Now y'all, y'all just stay with me. He said unto him, now I am a prophet also as you are. Now this man said, I'm a prophet just like you. Watch what he said. And, and an angel spake unto me by the word of the Lord. Now this is a prophet. Now he said that an angel spake to him by the word of the Lord saying, bring him back with me into my house that he may eat bread and drink water but he lied unto him. If he to hell fast to what God said, don't go back. Don't eat nothing. Don't drink nothing. Oh, glory. You, you'll see what happened. It was because he was disobedient. Y'all stay with me. Verse 20. And it came to pass as they sat at the table... The word of the Lord came unto the prophet mm, that brought him back. Now, the prophet finna tell him what the Lord is saying. Verse 21. And he cried unto the man of God that came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, for as much as thou hast disobeyed the mouth of the Lord and hast not kept the commandment which the Lord thy God commanded thee. Verse 22. But camest back and hast eaten bread and drunk water in the place of the which the Lord did say to thee, eat no bread and drink no water. Thy carcass shall not come unto the sepulcher of thy father. And it came to pass after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he sell for him the ass to wit for the prophet whom he had brought back. And when he was gone, a lion met him by the way, by the way, and slew him, and his carcass was cast in the way, and the ass stood by it, the lion also stood by the carcass. Glory to God. Hold fast to what you heard. God told him, Don't go back. Huh? Don't eat nothing nor drink anything. That's what God told him. But he listened to a prophet, a lying prophet. If you know somebody that God done told you something, it don't matter what nobody say. I'm doing what God say. Then if God told him that, I believe, now this is just me. 
This ain't the Bible didn't say this. I'm saying this. I believe if God told that prophet that, then God would have told the man of God that. Now, I'm sending a prophet to you, and he's going to tell you I want you to go to so-and-so house, and I want you to go and go over there with him. I believe that's what God would have done if he wanted him to go there, right? Amen. So I'm just saying, hold fast to what you heard. Because when you become disobedient, it could cost you severely. Amen? It, it, it really could. Verse 23, and it came to pass after he had eaten bread and after he had drunk that he saddled him the ass to wit for the prophet with whom he had brought back. Okay, but let's go to verse 25. And behold, men passed by and saw the carcass cast in the way and the lion standing by the carcass. The lion, he didn't eat him. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, I'm a, I'm a National Geographic fanatic. My wife will tell you. Now, the lions, when they kill a prey, they're going to eat it. But the lion killed a man and stood right there and watched him. And this was, now this is just me. And he had the hearse sitting over there on the side ready to take him back, the donkey. <laughs> Amen. You know, I mean, the, 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 the lion didn't even eat the donkey neither. The lion killed a man and he's just sitting there with the man and the donkey on the other side. Amen. That, that's what the words say. Verse 26. And when the prophet that brought him back from the way heard thereof, he said, it is the man of God who was disobedient unto the word of the Lord. Therefore, the Lord had delivered him unto the lion. Huh? Watch this. Which has torn him and slain him according to the word of the Lord, which he spake unto him. And he spake to his son, saying, Sell me the ass. And they saddled him. And he went and found his carcass cast in the way, and the ass and the lion standing by the carcass. The lion had not eaten the carcass nor torn the ass. And the prophet took up the carcass of the man of God and laid it upon the ass and brought it back. And the old prophet came into the city to mourn and to bury him. And he laid his carcass in his own grave and they mourned over him, saying, Elias, my brother. And it came to pass after he had buried him that he spake to his sons, saying, When I am dead, then bury me in the sepulcher where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bone. What do you think the man of God would have said if he could have known that? <laughs> Praise God. Well, that's all I got tonight. Do y'all receive that tonight? Amen. Amen. Stay with what you heard. Amen. Come on, just stay with what you heard. Give God some praise if you would. Thank you, Jesus. Pastor.